You're listening to episode 182, and today we're digging into what the winter solstice is and how you can celebrate it and integrate it into your life. Take a listen. Hey friends, welcome back to Same Boat Huddle, the podcast where we have real, raw, and honest talk about life as mothers. I'm your host, Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Co. I'm a certified counselor, personal development mentor for mothers, an author, and a published photographer. I know, quite a mix of things, right? (laughs) Becoming a wife to my main squeeze 10 years ago was a dream come true. I was on cloud nine. I was a new wife, I had just started my counseling career, and my life was organized, and I had energy to do all of the things. Fast forward five years from then, I had left my career. I was home with two babies while building my photography business and was hardly able to keep my head above water. Despite having an amazing husband, healthy children, and a beautiful home, I felt completely lost in my overwhelm. I was burnt out and then I hit rock bottom in my daily debilitating anxiety and I thought, this cannot be happily ever after. There has to be more than this. And guess what, mama? There is. I get you. I hear you. I see you. I am you. I believe that every single mother can rewrite her story no matter what chapter she's on. You deserve more than the disheveled, burnt out, anxiety ridden version of yourself that is hardly able to keep her head afloat. It's in this podcast that I am sharing how you can do that. Every week, I'm chatting about all of the tools and knowledge that I've collected over the past few years. These are the tools that not only pulled me out of survival mode, but are allowing me to thrive in motherhood. And guys, oh my gosh, I love my life so much, and it can be you too. Each episode, whether it's just me chatting or an interview with an amazing guest, it's going to be jam-packed with content, inspiration, and heart. Are you ready to rewrite your story? Well, grab my hands and let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to Same Boat Huddle. Today, let's talk about the winter solstice. So some of you might be into spirituality and energy. Some of you might hear me talk about it and think like, hmm, that's kind of weird. (laughs) I don't know about that. Like I hear you, but I'm not into it. And I I think it's it's a gentle and gradual process for a lot of people. It has been for me as well. Uh, But I do think that this is a great opportunity for you to kind of delve into learning a little more about spirituality and energy a little bit and not in a way of thinking and in your brain, but more in a way of just your own practice, meaning how will you incorporate and integrate it into your own life? The winter solstice isn't something that uh, I celebrate very much. Um, typically, like I've, you know, growing up, my mom would always mention uh, like, hey, it's the shortest day of the year. It's the winter solstice. Like she's, she's always kind of been in tune with that. She's forever has always, <laughs> my dear mom, always look out your window, look at the moon. It's so beautiful. And look at the sunset. It's so beautiful. So she's as, um, you know, I don't know that she would describe herself as spiritual outside of Catholicism, but she does have this very innate connection in that way. So because of that, I was raised to also have this innate connection, but not necessarily have it connected in the way of what's trendy right now in spirituality. But it but it is kind of trendy, right? Um, 
gosh, that's a little bit of a rabbit hole and into the weeds. So hopefully that kind of makes sense. But I think that it's really exciting and fun to begin to celebrate the different things that are happening in the energy and in the collective because we feel it whether we recognize it or not. And many of us can. You know, I always say um, anytime like a week flies by, doesn't everybody feel like it flew by? Everyone's like, oh my gosh, I know, it's crazy. Or how about when it's Tuesday and everyone's like, oh my gosh, it feels like it's already been a full week. Like it should feel like Friday. It should be Friday right now. And everyone's like, yeah, I know, I feel the same way. I truly believe it's because it's not just coincidence, but there truly is this bigger energy around us that we're just, we're affected by it. And the solstice uh, is something I continue to learn about and try and figure out how I want to connect with it more. And interestingly, I feel like I'm being incredibly challenged this year in um, being able to integrate it, which I can share in just a second. Um, but I, I think that the solstice is just a really um, fun opportunity to uh, really embrace the energy of the season, which is hard because it's dark and slow and quiet and um, often very uncomfortable. So something I've learned and what I was saying is I'm learning more and more. Like I continue to learn and integrate and take what I want and let go of what I don't want. But something I heard recently, and I have not confirmed this through sci- like researching it all. So I'm sure I will though, because I love looking this stuff up. But something that I've heard recently from someone is that the Earth's axis actually stops for three full days around the solstice. So it's my understanding it's like the day before, the day of, and the day after. And I'm almost positive the solstice is December 21st. See, I'm still learning too, which is why I love sharing this stuff. So we are literally completely still as, as the Earth just becomes completely still for those three days. And wouldn't it be interesting to try and find yourself to be able to kind of align with that energy? And it's hard. <laughs> it is hard when we are raised, uh, most of us, in a way to be moving and doing and your worth is, and this is something I am digging so deep into right now. It's painful how our worth is really tied to how much we're doing uh, and producing. And that's not always, you know, we can't harvest all the time. We hear that. I think many of us understand that. But the actual process and integration of planting seeds and watering the soil is incredibly painful because we're not used to that and aren't used to what that feels like because we can't see the seeds that we've just planted. We have to wait and that's hard. So the way I'm really being challenged this year is um, and as you listen to this recording, this will have already passed, but I'm shooting a wedding on Sunday the 19th, which was yesterday as you're listening. And Sunday weddings can be tough. So this is going into, um, my kids will have school, they'll have a half day on Wednesday before Christmas. So we have three days left of school. And it's when it gets like the energy I call just high and swirly, right? There's magic everywhere, which is kind of an ungrounded energy because it's a lot of, it's a lot of like crown and third eye energy. So it's up high. And a lot of people, a lot of us even just collectively have a tough time being able to stay grounded inside of that energy at the same time. So it can feel very chaotic. We're going to be off schedule, off routine. I'm sure my kids are going to have a tough time sleeping. My son is like 
Uh, the best age at seven years old, just so excited for Christmas. He's like, I just wanted to come now. I'm so excited. And I'm positive he's going to begin to have a tough time sleeping the next couple days. Um, so, you know, going for me going into the week, I have this wedding and then I'm going to want to work on editing it, um, to be able to get that moving along. So it's not sitting and waiting for me because that creates an energy leak. So I have to be very careful about balancing that, that I'm not, pushing out too much energy and creating a different type of energy leak. So that's fun. To add to this, I'm also going to be at the very end of my cycle. Um, I think yesterday, Sunday the 19th was cycle day, maybe 27. So my cycle is typically 27 to 28 days long. So I'm. it's really beautiful that my new cycle will be beginning right at winter solstice. But then it's also during this time that feels the hardest to be still, you know, being able to prep for Christmas stuff. You know what I'm saying, moms? Like it's a lot of work and can feel like a lot of output. So what's interesting though, and this is what I want you to kind of dig into, is that the winter solstice is very much about really going inward and choosing to release patterns that no longer serve you. Like what what do you want to let go of? And What's really, it's poetic, really, that this is, and there's there's more I'm not fully sharing because like, I don't want to bore you, but it's also my stuff. You know, I'm not going to share everything. Um, but there's, a, there's just a lot in what I just shared that is so much of what I need to let go because it, it's, I'm being presented with contexts and outside, out of my control, essentially things that typically are what prompts and is the catalyst for me to spin into burnout and to uh, spin into thought patterns and thought loops that feed into all all of my like worth issues and value issues and um, all of that fun stuff. So it's interesting because I truly believe that things come up to be released. And if we don't release it, it the cycle starts again. And I was talking about this with a client that I think we truly view our growth in life as linear, even though even if we do truly understand it's not this gradual upward growth, that we understand we can have like this peak and valley, peak and valley up really high, up really low, all of that. I truly just see it as this cycle. And there's a lot of different cycles. You know, you have your yearly cycles and other like I feel like I'm just closing a nine, 10 year cycle right now. And it's interesting because now as it begins again, it's literally identical to when it started nine years ago. It's really wild. Um, and happens to be something that the astrologers are talking about that like this is closing a nine years. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is literally happening in my life. So and then you have your daily cycles, you have your monthly cycles and all of that. And I'm not just talking about your body, but watch like the behaviors and patterns and ask yourself like, this is a pattern. This is something that always happens. And patterns don't break if they if they are a pattern. <laughs> Patterns are predictable. And the only way to really shift the pattern and to release it is to change the pattern, right? So if, I feel like I talked about patterns recently, maybe even last week. But if you have that like circle, triangle, square, if you don't want it to go that way anywhere, put another triangle in there, put an oval, put a diamond, you know, switch it up and it's gonna be hard. And that's a boundary essentially. And it's going to create a, um, a new... <laughs> 
a new pattern and it's going to feel uncomfortable because new things are very uncomfortable. It's hard for our brains to understand it. So for me, with what I'm moving through is I, one, I have to release the fact that I might not be able to do anything super fun and ritualistic on the solstice. Like I, I kind of want to, I want to start doing that. I want to make it a thing for my kids and me. I think that would be really fun. I don't know if it would serve us this year because of what I have going on um, in that, in that day-to-day time frame And the pattern would be to kind of push myself and be like, but I should, but I should do this. This is, this is a spiritual practice. This is supposed to be good for me. This is supposed to be helpful. This is supposed to connect us to the earth's energy, like whatever, whatever I'm saying to myself, but ultimately what's happening is I'm feeding into the old patterns of creating burnout for myself by trying to do too much. So I think my lesson in this is to recognize the release is to let go and of the shoulds and supposed tos. And even though a lot, a lot of us live inside of shoulds and supposed tos that we think are good things and it's not that they aren't good things, but to recognize how it's not serving in the way, here you go, in the way it's supposed to. Okay, so really kind of have time to do that. So with all that said, I want you to see how you can kind of um, pull in this solstice energy for yourself. Again, for me, it's, it's not going to look super quiet and still with this like super fun, you know, with these fun rituals that I can do with my kids this year. It's just not going to happen. I might do it another time. I have an idea of some other things that are coming up that I think could be really fun. But for me, what my release and what I'm letting go of is telling myself I need to do those things because I'm supposed to or because it would be fun but really it's awful and I'm using every ounce of energy I don't have because remember during the menstrual cycle this is the time to be like super inward and still so I'm going to be really diligent about my energetic scheduling this week I'll probably do it on Saturday instead of Sunday since I have the wedding and I'm going to really identify like how I can like sandwich my energy on either side. Saturday, I've already declined several invitations for things because I know I just need to be home and still, period. That's one way I'm embracing it. And it's hard because I want to do fun things. I want to go see lights. I want to go be with people. I want to, but I I can't because it takes energy and I need energy for Sunday and, or for yesterday. So this is all past tense now, listening to it. Um, And also recognizing that, you know, Tuesday, the 21st, it's a school night for my kids, um, that it's, it's not conducive very much to be able to do super fun things. Um, but that also we overcomplicate things. It doesn't have to be that complicated. I could sit down with some watercolor with my kids and just be creative and tap into that. So the solstice is very much about, um, doing things that are quiet. So think about like, could you even just light a candle Um, sit in front of the fire? Could you give back to nature somehow? Could you plant something which isn't necessarily the greatest time of the year? I love burning things. Last year, um, my husband and I, we had a fire outside in our little like chimney thing. And I wrote a lot of things on paper that I just wanted to let go of like perfectionism and Uh, all sorts of things. And it just felt so therapeutic to just burn it. So that's something you could do. Um, Just being in the quiet, sitting quietly. If you celebrate Christmas and have your Christmas tree up, sitting in with that, the glow of the twinkle nights at light, 
twinkle lights at night, I got my merds wixed up, <laughs> um, can be a beautiful way to celebrate the solstice. To really think of, again, what do you want to let go of and what do you want to call in? It can also be a really great day to begin planning goals for the new year. If you are using my new mind planner and you have it, uh, I have a bunch of boxes behind me I'm shipping out right now. Um, begin to think about how, like, what goals do you want to accomplish for next year? It could be a beautiful day to do vision boarding. You could do it with your family. You could just do it with yourself. So in essence, think of quiet, think of dark energy, think of candlelight flames, um, think of releasing and calling in. And what do you want? What do you want behind you? And then what do you want in front of you? You can journal, you can do it any way you want. You can do, you can pull cards for the new year. You can pull cards for the year, like just a card for the year, anything, just make it really fun and beautiful and don't overcomplicate it. I'm talking to myself as well. So that is my message to you in learning more about the solstice and don't be afraid to, to just research it. You know, I, um, was with talking with a, like I was in a circle with some women and I think one of them had asked, well, like, what is the winter solstice? Don't be afraid to, obviously she was in a group that was perfect to ask the question. But if, if you're thinking like, I want to understand this more, the internet has so much on it, guys. <laughs> like just don't be afraid to just begin to, to research it and click on things and read and just read. And that is how you get to know, you know, I have so many women who come to me and ask me, like, how do you know so much about oracle cards or tarot or oils or chakras? And I explain it all the time that it's very similar to, like, if you know how to type on home row, like have your fingers on home row and type all the keys and letters without looking at it. Or if you're a photographer like me and you shoot in manual, my fingers adjust the settings. I don't even know they're doing it. I mean, they're every photographer, you know, you look down, you're like, how on earth did my ISO get to 10,000? Like what just happened? (laughs) And it's because you just don't have to think about it, but it didn't start that way. You know, I I remember third grade every week, there was a new letter, you know, that your, your middle right hand finger is for the letter K and you would K, 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 and you would go through and just press it over and over and over. And as you began to learn, it was very slow and frustrating and you have to think about it. And like, what, what finger do I use for the K now? Which finger do I use to adjust the aperture? But as you continually and consistently do it and embrace it, all of a sudden you just know it. So it's the same thing with all of this. You're, you're not going to decide, I want to understand the chakras. I want to understand Enneagram. Like I, I, people reaching out, like, how do you know? I don't know. I'm no expert, but I know enough that I enjoy it or human design. It's, it's just having that curious five-year-old energy of not looking at someone and being like, I'll never know as much as they do, but just having that curiosity of like, that's really interesting to me. I think I want to learn more. My son is one of these kids who just, he's like me. He just cannot learn. Like he cannot take in enough. He, you know, my daughter's like, can I watch this silly, totally appropriate show for an eight-year-old, right? My son, seven, he's like, mom, can you please help me find all of the documentaries on the Titanic? I want to research every single one. And he's serious. And then when he goes to bed at night, they each have Alexis in their room. You know, my daughter's... I love my kids so much how different they are. My daughter's listening or she's doing an ad lib game. Oh my gosh, we were laughing so hard together the other night. There's this really fun make a story and it's an ad lib game. Just so funny and so much fun. 
And there's my son asking questions about like the Pacific Ocean. And he, he wants to know depths and heights and who, who is, and world records. He's so fascinated and all of that. But that's the thing, like you, you, even my seven-year-old takes every opportunity for every resource. And if he can't figure it out, he asks, how can you help me learn more about this? And it's just such an inspiration and know that you have that at your fingertips too. You pro- you're probably using a device. You have to be. <laughs> you're definitely using a device right now that would be able to help you learn. So don't be afraid and know that you're not going to be an expert or learn it all in one minute, but just having that constant curiosity and knowing that you could do something with the solstice this year and be interested and never be interested again and never do something with it again, but just give yourself that permission to to try it on. Tip your, t- tip your toes in. Wow, I'm having trouble with words today. See how it feels and try it on. So, okay, um, I know you heard me mention the planners. Just a reminder that I do have the planners. Uh, I have the mind, body, and soul. All, there are three. So the mind planner is your weekly, monthly. When these are sold out, they're sold out. Um, so you can go to Amazon if you type in the mind planner and then my full name, Erin Joyce Miller. You can find them there. I don't know how many are left in stock. The last I looked, it was seven. Um, and then I think I have three with me and I have two people who I think have already claimed them. So I probably have one. And by the time you listen to this, I might have none. (laughs) Um, But I will tell you, if any of that is out of stock and you were like, oh, I really want one, please email me. Because if I get enough people who are saying, "I, I really want one, I can put in another order. But I will not unless I have enough people. So don't hesitate if you 100% want one. It is dated for 2022. Um, So you might get it in January um, and miss a few weeks. Uh, But if that doesn't matter, then go for it. I'm telling you now, I obviously created it. I love it. But I also created a beta planner last year that I did not love. And most of us did not love it. So um, I am honest about that. And um, this planner I'm just obsessed with. I've already sat down to start decorating it. And I will be sharing more of that. So follow me on Instagram at Erin Joyce Co. The other two planners. So the soul planner is more of a journal. So think of like a five minute journal with morning pages and evening pages. Um, There are gratitudes, intentions, mindset, self-care, accountability, uh, mantra, those kinds of things. Okay. It's really awesome. I love it. I will also be sharing more of that. And then the body planner is a basically a tracker. So this is just tracking your menstrual cycle or the moon cycle, the phases. Uh, So you're just tracking your energy, your physical symptoms and your moods and finding patterns. And then you can use the patterns you find to help align your scheduling in the mind planner. So the mind planner is all about cyclical energy, um, along with just the typical scheduling that we need, right? So I'm in love with them. Um, You can use them all. You can use two, you can use one. It doesn't matter. You don't need them all but I sure am using them. I make them for myself and then I'm happy to share them. So again, if you're interested in any of them, type the full name in of the planner. So the mind planner, the soul planner, the body planner, and then my full name, Erin Joyce Miller. Um, and you can also reach out to me to order directly from me, Erin at ErinJoyceCo.com, or you can go to my website, ErinJoyceMentoring.com and just click contact. Uh, And I also am hoping and planning to put a page on there. So I have a planners and journals page on my website that um, are just planners and journals from the past that I've loved and used. So I'm hoping to get that updated with my own planners and information there. So 
I think that's all for now. I have fun things brewing. I can't wait to share more in the new year uh, as things evolve and grow. Um, But in the moment, I am doing my planting. I am planting those seeds. So I hope you are too. I'm sending you all lots of love for the new transition into the new year. And, and, oh my gosh, it's Christmas week as you're listening to this, right? Oh, if you celebrate, gosh, I hope you have a marvelous, marvelous holiday. I hope that no matter what your situation is, I know there are going to be some people quarantined or choosing to not be with family because of all that's going on in the world. And no matter how you are spending your holiday, I hope that you are blessed with magic and connection, however that looks, even if it's different than what you typically do or hoped or any of that. I just hope that you're full of magic and love and connection uh, and inspiration for the new year. Okay. I will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Treat others the way you want to be treated. I'll talk to you next time. Hey guys, before you go, we have a couple favors to ask. Leave a rating and a review. Your ratings and reviews tell the podcast people that this podcast is worth listening to, and then they help it get to the people who need to hear it. Also, don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Erin Joyce Co. I love seeing which episodes you love, and you also get to help me get the message out to other mamas that life can be pretty amazing. And if you're not a part of my free Facebook group, be sure to join. It's called Same Boat Huddle. Kind of easy to remember, right? It's the safe space to connect with other women just like you and to also get even more of me. I can't wait to see you there. That's it. Don't forget. Treat treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a great week.